rewind to the point so, where you told me about journaling. Yeah, so I was feeling quite bad tonight because I had made loose and loose-ish plans, mm. but they were still kind of set in stone, really. It was like, hey, I fin- I said hi, I finish at 9pm, and they said, cool, let's hang out after that, you can come back here, we can go for a drive, whatever, right? And in their mind, they're like, 1am will be great. Well, I said, hey, I finish at 9, so definitely after 9, I'll be done. And I guess I didn't specify, like, really. The other nine. limit. Yeah, like if you, and this is a thing that I'm having to learn with people with ADHD tendencies. I think this person has ADHD personally, I'm diagnosed, but there's just so many tendencies of just like, the one thing that I don't have that's ADHD is time management. I'm all over that, like. You're a boss of time. Yeah, time, I have you to be, right? You turned me into a time lord. I did turn you into a time lord. Did you? I did, thank you. Mm. You did too. You did the work. Mm. But But I gave you the blueprint, right? So I thought we were hanging out after nine. But because this person often doesn't know how to follow through on timed plans, I messaged at about 7.47 and said, hey, we're hanging out later. And I didn't get a response, right? And so come nine o'clock when I had not received a response, which it triggers me because of the past... History that I have to this person and the way that things were in the past, too. It was like there would be a plan would be made and the plan would not be followed through, and then it would be like, Oh, what plan? You know, Uh. like it was very, um, and then there'd be a host of excuses and blah blah blah. And I guess that's what happens when you try and have an affair with someone, it can get very sticky, right? Mm. But I guess instead of really just I suppose I wouldn't spiral recently, but I would have feelings about it and then I would probably even maybe squash them down. Mm. Just squash the feelings down and be like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. I deserve better. So it's all good. Whatever. Goodbye. You know? Instead of that, I just decided to sit down. Well, we were chatting first, right? We were chatting and you were talking to me and I was confused by what you were saying. You were like, well, I guess I'm... I was like, oh, are you going out? And you were like, maybe. No, um, I didn't say so, that. Yeah, that's what you said, maybe. I said, I'm, I said, no, I do not believe that I am. Be- that's not what you said first. You said, I might be. And I was like, okay, tell me about that. And I lay down on the rug, on the sheepskin, and you were like, well, this is what's happened, and I think I'm going to say that if, if they, they reply message. at 9.30, then it's too late, so... Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, a, that's your, that's not a maybe, you know, like, to, so I was confused by that. Yeah. 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 Of course. That makes sense. Well, I was just in a confused space. So I was yeah. sitting there and I just decided to journal. I was like, I just need to write mm. out how I'm feeling. And I just started writing the words that I was, because I see in imagery, I was just trying to match words to the images because it kind of stops the images in their track sometimes when I can like get out of my head a little bit and into my my body, my Mm -hmm. speaking, my, my body really. Mm -hmm. So, and just, you know, writing helps as well. The actual action of writing it, it's soothing and calms me down. So I just started journaling my feelings about it. 
and I just was like all of this stuff was coming out like mm. I feel abandoned I feel disrespected I feel like I can't trust this person I feel like I can't trust a lot of people I feel like I'm so you know, proud of you I can't trust men I can't trust oh. people I can't trust humans like this person always does this to me blah 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 wow you got to see the sub you got to see the subtext mm, and as i kept like writing i started thinking about you know people that do this and then i was like oh we have another friend that has similar behavior who literally hasn't spoken to us for months that's right. how bad her time that's when you notice her emotions is yeah and i was like wait a second Actually, I think this person who does this over and over again, because I have no doubt in my mind, my wise mind, that they love me very much. Mm. Like, they actually love me so much. They love me more than anyone else in the world. But there's but attachment noise. The attachment noise, yeah, it sends me down a spiral of like, oh, they don't care about me. Mm. They just, just disrespect me. They don't want to make me feel good and they just want to make me feel bad and blah 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 mm. there's all this stuff that's crazy are they doing this on purpose are they actually it, that, no like that they're actually doing it to me mm. like they don't do it to anyone else they just do it to me yeah. right like they're always on time for everyone else yeah. they always follow through on their plans with everybody else they just mm. do it to me and then I started thinking about it and I've got evidence of them doing it to other people mm. and I was you like wait it. a second you find the evidence you look for yeah, I was like, wait a second. I think that this person might be ADHD. Mm. Or, like, at least has such poor time management skills that they probably don't even know what time it is. Because when I was with them recently with a bunch of other people, they literally didn't realise that it was 1am in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't realise. Yeah, same way as me. So same distracted. how I used to be. Yeah. Remember like, before I did 100%. that full... I had to like really study my calendar. I mean, a you lot. were sitting down and writing down every minute of your life for like a week. Legit. It was wild. Lasted three weeks, babe. Did you do it for three weeks? I did it for three weeks. I didn't even realize until I read the journal afterwards. Like oh, recently, wow. like a few, a month ago, I read it, reread it, and I was like, oh my god, no so, wonder I was so exhausted. Yeah. So you understand, like it, it's actually a, like they lose track of time. Yeah. This man loses track of time. I actually don't think that he is doing it on purpose. He loses track of time and loses track so of, of slow thoughts. down. So slow down, and uh, I want to ask you to rewind a little bit and mm. and go and magnify that little spot. Mm. How? Well, as I was you, writing. Well, how did you decide? You decided to turn a different, to a different pathway. Mm. You was you could have gone down a spiral. You could have led to down like, what helped you decide? You made a choice. I'm going to pull out my pen. I'm going to pull out my book. Well, because I get, I get anxiety around things like that, and then I've been able to map my anxiety and be like, okay, well, if I'm having heart palpitations, then. I have feelings. Now, I might not know what those feelings are, but I just know that my heart's racing or there's a knot in my stomach. Mm. So when that happens, I'm like, well, I've got anxiety. That's definitely a thing. So I just stop. I just stop now and I realize that I'm anxious and I see if I can find it in my body and then just listen to my body for the cue of what to do to relieve that anxiety. And usually... 
it's breath work will help mm. or journaling will help as well some and both i did both tonight mm. so sitting down with the journal just writing it out like it's actually quite scary because when you start writing out your feelings like it comes out like word vomit right i had a whole page of just feelings but once you've written enough and you've brain dumped enough about the feelings because you've given it enough time and you've had to slow down enough to write the word down mm. your your logical wise mind can kick in you have sometimes to slow you down need enough. to journal for 10 20 minutes to get to that point but i think because i've done enough work mm. it's a lot easier for me to slow down enough to be like oh actually this is this is what's logical this is wise mind this is rational thinking but you have to get all of the irrational thinking out first. Mm. You have to allow yourself to think irrationally without reacting. Because mm. I could have just messaged him all of this stuff, oh. right? And I started doing that. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is not where I want to go. Yeah. So instead of doing that, I decided to message it to myself. Mm. Like just write down the message for myself and find the truth. And the truth, like... He still hasn't even contacted me. He's probably asleep. Like, who knows? This person, like, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, it's not personal. He'll literally look at the clock mm. at 1 a.m. and be like, oh shit, that's right. I, I was going to hang out with Marissa. Ooh. And that's just because, like, I'm speaking like personal. he's a dumb person. But it's literally not personal. Like, that's a radical statement. He might have got a call from his ex or his his girlfriend he might have got a call and he's gone into a spiral what i'm hearing is that like i don't know you have a different explanation well of what's possible you yeah, know your well, earlier explanations were all centered around you I've having a deficiency it was like in my own life from upholding my own boundaries my own values and my own Finding my own ways of thinking, mm. finding higher levels of thinking by adopting the thinking patterns of people that think better than me. Because let's be honest, mm. my thinking can be pretty crap sometimes. People who think better than you. People who think better than me usually, like, you know, Learned Optimism, for example, the book, mm. usually don't go blaming themselves when these things happen. So mm. for me, I'm like, that would be my first default mode. So let's just get that default mode out. Let's just journal. Let's go into the self-blaming spiral and whatever. Let's just do that. But then let's actually sit back after we've dumped that all out there. Because what you want to do automatically is just vent to that person. You just want to send them a message. You just want to abuse them. You just want to be angry. And all you're looking for is honestly validation. Right? Mm. That's all you're looking for. And I, I started to type a message and I was like, whoa, that's not for this person. This is actually for me. I need to do this myself so journaling it all out so hold up slow down so when you say i need to do this myself are you saying that you need to validate yourself absolutely like asking asking someone who hasn't messaged me why they haven't messaged me i'm probably not going to get a message back because <laughs> the whole thing is that they haven't messaged me that's hilarious and calling them i I am at risk in that frame of mind of 
going off the handle. But it's agonizing though. It's agonizing not to get that message back. It's agonizing. It's agonizing and it's terrifying and it's like crazy making. It is. It's agonizing. It's the worst. Mm. It's literally the worst. So and what's the difference? I'm what's the thinking... what's the biggest if you could just give it if you could just give me one sentence. What's the big difference between Marissa now and mm-hmm. Marissa three years ago? Oh, just realizing that it's not personal. Mm. Just not taking it personally. Mm. But there's lots of steps to do that. Because three years ago, I would have been like... It would have been personal. It was definitely personal. Like, Because I was I was trying to be in a relationship with him, right? Mm. Well, not three years ago. Maybe... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah three years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> Lol. Um... <laughs> How far you can come, hey, in a short distance, no, in a short so time. so funny. Yeah. So three years ago, that attachment, there's all of those feelings in every interaction. Mm. So whenever he would make a plan and couldn't follow through, the feeling of it being my fault was very real. And that also is amplified when someone's literally in a relationship with another person that they're not leaving to be with you. So I've had to overcome someone literally choosing another person and stringing me along. This person choosing another person, stringing me along, in my mind, stringing me along. I've had to literally learn that that wasn't personal. I can't imagine... A more personal thing to let go of. Like imagine how personal it feels when someone is deliberately not choosing to be with you and they're choosing to be with someone else while still telling you, I do actually love you. Like how can that not be personal? Mm. What part of that is is not personal? But I actually had to make a choice in the end. This is This was the defining moments of my detachment when I was doing my womb chakra work. I had to make a choice that it wasn't personal. I actually had to kind of trick myself and delusional myself into being like, I actually truly believe this man loves me. I just truly believe that he has impairment and, how do you, and true issues and how I do had you, to let it go. What advice would you give to Marissa from three years ago who, if she heard that, she would have scoffed in your face? What advice would you tell her, knowing what you know now? Oh, babe. Three words. It's just three words. And everyone knows what they are, but you can't know it until you move through the trauma. Mm. It's just let it go. Mm. Let it go or it's not personal. Mm. In fact, six six words. It's not personal. Let it go. Mm. Because... It's not personal. And so tonight when I was feeling like, oh, it's personal for like five minutes. Yeah, it was really quick. Yeah. You turned that around so quickly. I came, lay down, opened my phone, had a short conversation with you and you were already writing. Yeah, because it's just like I've learned after seven years of knowing this man that it's not personal. Mm. And it's not personal for every single person in his life. Like, it's literally him. Yeah. It's it's his issues. It's his trauma. Trauma. It's his um, 
I don't want to say it's incompetence because it's not incompetence. It's literally just trauma and no. doesn't have parameters around time, doesn't have boundaries around time with people. Like, just, just doesn't have them at all, right? Yeah, it's a skill set. Like. It's a skill set that he doesn't have. Yeah. So me messaging him too and being like, I made plans, like, I've cleared my schedule. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Me messaging him in any way that, like, is on a level of thinking that he's on the same communication level as I am in terms of when mm. it comes to time management is completely superfluous and will do nothing and get nothing that I would want. Can I add something to that? Yeah. So you're, you're not going to communicate your level of communication to him knowing that he's at a different level of communication no i'm not it's actually it's actually you can see right so you can see the difference yeah and that difference is a difference that you couldn't see in the past No, because i wasn't seeing him in the past was i i was just seeing my attachment right so but experience showed you otherwise so yeah the communication gap there I wonder if you look at your response. So you responded by slowing down and looking mm-hmm. into yourself mm-hmm. instead of speeding up and looking into him. Yeah, instead of reacting and trying to look into him right. to find the answers. Right, because there are none, there are none no. there. There's no. only answers inside yourself, 100%. and that's how you found your way through. Yeah. So if you look at that escape, what is it that you're escaping from? You're escaping from the paradigm that he's in. He's in a paradigm of shame. Absolutely. He's in a paradigm of letting you down, of Absolutely. letting people down, of letting down his loved ones, of creating these, he's creating these cycles of events that happen in his life where he falls into the paradigm mm-hmm. of oh i'm such a fucking blah 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 and like, i shouldn't how did I have not blah, know blah, the blah. time and how blah, could blah, i do the oh blah 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 all this stuff right again and all this stuff that's that he the paradigm yeah beats himself up about and then does it again and beats totally. himself up and does it again totally that's the paradigm and but the thing is you're shifting the dynamic mm-hmm. by leaning into your own discomfort looking into yourself not speeding up and looking into him but slowing down and looking into you mm-hmm. I've, I th- we solved it because the thing is this is the thing right what does it mean if he didn't pull through on his plans with me this evening what does it mean what meaning do I make out of it there's so many ways I can go about that given mm. the history that I have with him right mm. and Ordinarily, when people set up a dynamic in a relationship and they don't have a lot of emotional intelligence and they don't want to do hard work, they would continue that dynamic. Even if, and I've done this with my mother repeatedly, because the the trauma runs so deep there, right? Even if I've changed in other dynamics and other relationships in my life, new relationships in my life, it's very, very easy for me to slip back into that Mm. mode of, this person doesn't care about me. This particular person in particular doesn't care about me because they've shown me time and time and time again that they cannot follow through on the plans that they make with me. But what does what does that meaning do for me 
And what does it do for our friendship? Mm. For us and my friendship, it doesn't. It doesn't do good things for it. It creates. It feeds into that dynamic. It feeds into that same dynamic it's where he doesn't pull through on the plans. So I don't want to make them. Then he tries to make plans with me, and then I'm weird about it and I get anxious and then he doesn't pull through on the plans and it's just this spiral over and over again whereas there's, there's more steps to it it's a it's a more of a roller coaster where it's like the guilt and the shame oh. re- creates a more tension so then there's a bigger more gregarious some kind of a symbol of like I've got to do something big now and oh, then that happens. And then he does these weird things. Right? And then yes. there's this big feeling of like, oh my yeah. God, I'm so glad. Like, I've really missed you. And this is amazing. And yeah. we should be really close friends. And then, yeah. you and know, makes just, more plans and falls into this really roller coaster. really stupid, like, push-pull dynamic that doesn't need to be there. Mm. It when doesn't you could. need to be there. <laughs> yeah, when you could just connect. Yeah. yeah, when I could just be like, okay, you obviously fell asleep you're out with the boys i don't know what you're doing but the feature thing is the feature of those of those tensions is that it's because you had to overcome those things that now you are so good at supporting other people through these things yeah you're so good at navigating your own it's because those things were there it's just like these are the emotional these are the weights in the emotional gym do you know what too babe Mm. just on top of that Mm. who does s go to when he's struggling with anything emotionally who does he who does he go to when he's like damn i I messed up again with this thing and but like who does he tell all of his secrets to Mm. who does he literally trust more than anyone it's me and the reason why is because I've done this work. Right. It's not got anything to do with him. It's because I've changed that dynamic of our relationship. Because he used to lie to me like he didn't know how to not lie to me. Right. Right? But now he doesn't have a reason to lie to me because I don't have these grand expectations wow. of anything. Not attached to I'm it. not attached to some expectation that I have of oh, him. Oh, better than that. You've learned how to unattach. The attachment is still there. Yeah. That's the, what happened today. The still there, but I can unattach. But you can now unattach, yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that attachment being there. Like, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. As long as I have tools in well, place. Well, you've got better to, tools now. Yeah. yeah. You've got, you can think better now. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing to navigate that shift in dynamic. But it's mm. been really cool to be able to even shift a dynamic like that. Mm. I've seen it with your family. I've seen it ripple through yeah. the way that you engage with, you know, so long ago was when you first, when I saw, when I first met your parents was, you know, when oh, the, your brother came over brother and everything. And and yeah. And like, yeah. I've seen the shift. I've seen the shift happen over time of like this sense of deep doing the work in your own being. Finding forgiveness in your own being and and gentleness and love. I love my family. And so what does that mean? Like, it's all about the meaning that you make of something. Love it. I I love S. I love him so much. So what meaning do do I make of his behavior? Like, 
there it's so interesting too because whenever I've sat and actually had those conversations with him he's always like oh my gosh and and I know that he's true when he's saying this because he's very remorseful and regretful of a lot of things right Mm. but he'll be like oh my gosh no it was never personal like I was never trying to actually hurt you Mm. I'm so sorry that you felt that way I can't believe that you felt that way like completely oblivious yeah just really and that's the that's what shame does to us it makes us focus on ourselves only on yourself yeah only on yourself it's like everything is about how Everything mm-hmm. is about, everything confirms, all of the meaning that I'm making mm-hmm. confirms my self-narrative. Mm-hmm. Nothing else exists. Everybody is just a, a puppet mm-hmm. to beat me yeah. or to shame yeah. or to show Everyone how deficit a, I am. Everyone is a knife I can run into. Yeah, to show what I'm lacking. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that everything in the world is. And I just don't think that someone like S or other S in our life, you know, mm. um, there's a few S's in our life who struggle with shame, right? Mm. I just don't think that these people, I'm not going to be a knife that they can run into. Mm. I'm not going to be that because I actually can hold space for my own emotions. Awesome. So that's sort of where I got to tonight. That was really long. Sorry about that. But yeah, I nah, just, I just know that I can hold space for my own emotions. It's like I'll blow up at you sometimes. I'm like, it's 10.30. Are you actually ever coming home? Are you mm. going to ever communicate with me that you're coming home? And then pretty quickly now, I'm like, that was unnecessary. I'm mm. sorry. Like, I, I will say it to you because yeah. you're my partner and I have expectations, right? Yeah. But also... I can manage my own emotions. Mm, I, can, I can do that. That's huge. Yeah. I, and, and managing doesn't mean dismissing. Yes. Managing means actually, like, you don't dismiss someone in your team if you're a manager. You have yeah. to manage them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to acknowledge them. You have to... Management starts with acknowledgement. Then you have to inspire them. And then you have to... Yeah, that's when you get into you... that's when you get into leadership territory. Right? right. Well, you have to be a leader of your emotions. And yeah. You can't dismiss them. You actually do. They want to tell you. That's, and they're really important. And I think like something, an important part of this, of what you're talking about, leading your way through your own emotions, mm. is that we've built a lot of trust over a long period of time. There's been a lot of challenges that we've that we've used <gasps> to build our trust, and yeah. so even so, the thing that the underlying safety net is that when you haven't been able to manage your emotions, it's been okay. Mm. It's always been okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you helped me learn to manage my emotions. I definitely did the work, but you Non-stop. you paved the way for me because you always managed your own emotions around my volatile nature, my volatile trauma spats and literally like manic episodes, right? Like yeah. insanity. Yeah. And um, yeah, you have always 
managed your own. So you really led by example for me. That's it. We've got to. You've lost be... a lot like four times. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to be vulnerable. Whereas I've lost it like every week yeah. for like six years. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. We lead with vulnerability by yeah. example. And I can see, I could actually see that rubbing off on the people in my life, I guess. Yeah. And my sister. And yeah. sometimes my mom, I guess. But like, I can totally see it rubs off on him. He is so much better. Yeah. He's doing the work. Yeah, he is. He's really trying his hardest, and that's why I don't need to get upset. I don't need to get upset. (sighs) We need to go to bed, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that you like this conversation, future people in the future from now. Yeah. Terrible quality recording, but who cares? Good quality conversation. Absolutely.